Welcome back to the Third One Podcast. It's the three-man wrecking crew. You already know what it do. It's Nick, Sam, Tim, and Josh. Sam, the floor is all yours today, so go right ahead. All right. Welcome, everybody, to our first episode. Um, today, we'll be discussing a very interesting topic that we all uh, talked amongst ourselves, and this is the best NBA player for each franchise. Now, just to clarify, this is not the best player to ever put on the jersey. It's the it's the player that had the best legacy while they were on the team. Uh We'll start off with the Philadelphia 76ers. Nick, what is your choice? I think it's a little tough because you have a guy like Wilt who won them their first title and ended that Celtics dynasty and just being Wilt. You have Moses and you have Dr. J, of course, but I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to give this one to Allen Iverson because while all four of those players have their respective legacies with the team that's difficult to try and debate amongst all four of them the one thing i could say that i can give Allen iverson is his impact on the city outside of basketball as a cultural icon as a fashion icon Allen iverson brings more to the table for that franchise than any player that has ever walked through that franchise's doors so my pick's gonna be Allen iverson um, I'm going to have to say the same thing. I mean, my pick is Allen Iverson for what he did for that uh, early 2000 Sixers team. It's like no other. I mean, taking that team to the finals. Uh, the only two players that I would say compare to Allen Iverson on the Sixers is Dr. J and Moses Malone. And the reason I say that is because they did win those two titles in the early 80s, and they were both beasts for that team. But, I mean, man, what – Allen Iverson did for them is just insurmountable. Yeah, honestly, as a scorer and as a player, Iverson was able to carry bad teams or, well, the bad team that he um, carried to the finals in uh, 01. Um, honestly, like that kind of was just the cherry on top for him being uh, the greatest player f- for the Sixers. Uh, I believe he's top three in uh, total points for the Sixers. Um and honestly, like as a pound for pound scorer, he's one of the best we've ever seen, for sure. And um with due respect to Will Chamberlain, uh Julius Irving and Moses Malone, um, I don't feel like Will played there long enough. That's true. No, uh, he only played there for yeah. three and a half years, I believe. Uh, which is why I don't I would not give it to him. Uh he may be the greatest player to ever put on the jersey, but to have an impact on the team. I don't know if his impact on the team, impact on the culture, was uh, nearly as significant as Iverson's was. You know, I I almost agree with you, with all of you. There's a fine line. So, Allen Iverson is the modern-day um, dominant scorer for the Sixers. Will Chamberlain, even though he played against your local milkmen, uh, was the Man. dominant player that he was. I think All that right. the other Malone that didn't seduce children, Moses Malone, <laughs> is the one who has to be the Sixers great. He played in the perfect middle ground between milkmen and not winning a chip, and he still won a chip while being the more dominant Malone of the Two era. Two chips. He would... So it just further proves my point, though, however. No, yeah. And, and not only that, he wore goggles before Kareem did. He's got to be one of the goats. Uh... uh... 
No, wait. After. Yeah, 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 after. It was like the same time, though. Yeah, I mean, I see that argument, honestly. Like, he may have only played there for, I believe, four or five seasons. Um, I mean, he's mm-hmm. one of the best rebounders you've ever seen. Uh, he led that faux, faux, faux run. Um, and, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would not be mad uh, with Iverson or Moses. The only thing, though, that also puts Iverson over the top is the influence that he had that he had on and off the court. Like, Moses Malone didn't have the impact that Allen Iverson had and still has today. I mean, you don't think Moses Malone impacted I'm not saying, future 90s I'm big not men? saying that he didn't have wise. an impact. I'm just saying, I mean, that's, looking that's at Allen Iverson. That's a horrible argument because your grandma probably thinks that Wilt Chamberlain is the greatest basketball player of all time, but this newborn infant now thinks wait. that Trey Young is incredible. Now, like, wait, I'm not saying. You're saying based on, like, our generation, which is clearly more focused on Allen Iverson in the past years. Like, of course, you have to look at the overall argument. No, but. Which is Moses Malone. It's not close. Okay, to say that it's not close, I, I'm not even saying it's not close for Allen Iverson. All I'm it's saying. Not. One didn't win a chip and one played Milkman. I don't know. One took a team. Care. Full of probably the second worst team that has ever gone to the finals. He carried that team. He lost to one of the greatest yeah. Lakers teams and one of the greatest teams yeah. we've ever seen. Most was, it in, was it in five or six games too? Five. Yeah, five. It was in five That's games. Tough. That's super tough. Um, Allen Iverson didn't win. And, but um, Iverson had all the – okay, Iverson had all the cards stacked against him. So did Moses. There's no, no, he didn't. How did, how how did, did Moses, Moses have all the cards? He played, he played with the ball. Was, I mean, to be fair, Moses was in the middle of the he Celtics the and the Lakers. Dr. J was, I mean. I, that's... Moses had Dr. J. I don't know if Dr. The J was a ball hog, but. Team. The, the 76ers. Sure. How are you about to be a center with no shooters? Like, that's the, hard to dude, do. Dude, and at that time, there were no shooters. There were or very that's, few that's shooters. Very there, few no, shooters. No, there was a shooter back in Bill Russell's era, dude, and his name was Sam Jones. The three-point line had just been introduced two years uh, prior. But they didn't have a shooter. It's hard to be a big man with no shooter. You can't space the floor. So he was probably okay, dominated. Define, define, define then what you say is a shooter. Not Dr. J. Most and no, no, no. Most NBA teams that won in the eighties uh, and seventies didn't have shooters. Pretty sure Andrew Tony was considered a pretty good who? shooter at the time. <laughs> Andrew oh, Tony, yeah, you don't know who that is? Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. All right, well, uh, Move on moving to on team. to the next team. This one's undisputable: the Chicago Bulls. We don't even really have to talk about it. Six rings. It's close. Not a bit. It's Michael. It's Michael. MJ, okay. I mean, the greatest of all time. I make an argument for Scotty, but it's Michael. Stop. Stop. Hey, hey, one deserted stop. the team twice, and one still kept them afloat after one. Loss. One cried. One, cr- one, one cried. One, one cried. One, one, cr- one, one cried like a little bitch when he didn't get the final shot, and he didn't. Sh- and he shouldn't have had it because his team still fucking won, and he sat his ass on the bench. You know what's tough. What? What's tough? One of them had a gambling addiction and got kicked out of the NBA and had to play golf and baseball where he struck out every other bad bat. One of their faces built like they're constantly shitting their pants. One of them is still addicted to cigars. This is not a debate. This is not a debate. It, it, it's Jordan. There's one no of question. Them Just moving on. Fanboy said it next to him. We don't even have to discuss this one. Uh, moving on. The Milwaukee Bucks. For me, personally, the third greatest player in NBA history... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In my eyes, it's undisputed. I can't see another player for the Bucks that is better or close to better. Um, 
He won them their no, fir- he won them their first ring. Like it's only it's only not close. Ring. Yeah, their first and only ring. It, it's not close. It's not close. Um, he played there for what six years, I believe. Up uh, until seven, seven, yeah, seven. seven, yeah, seven years. Put up incredible numbers. Uh, led them to their only ring, as that we've already mentioned. Uh, I believe he was an All Star as a rookie yeah. too. Yeah, yep. He was an All Star every single yep. year there, I believe. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, who, who else do you want to put in there? Like, eh. Oscar Robertson didn't. Oscar Robertson didn't play there nearly like right. enough time. Um. Sidney Moncrief. No. Giannis no. isn't there yet. Like, Giannis isn't there yet. Giannis oh, could not get there. Not yet. Not yet. He's not there yet. Wow. I, we said he's not there. He could. Yeah, he, he can get oh, there for sure, but wow. he's not there yet. Wow. Like if, if like if this season were, go, were to go I'm on, calling he was on Lou there and letting him know that you guys think that. No, no, no. We're not. No, we we said he has yeah, a chance. Not he's close like right Alan now. had a chance to win the finals. It wasn't happening. All right, Tim. Who's your choice? His head was above the rim when he came into the league. Like, so I, it's, uh, All right. An undisputable. I, yes. Yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, six years in Milwaukee, a three-time MVP. He won the MVP award half the years he was in Milwaukee. And he has a title. And he has, I think, two scoring titles? Yes. He might. I know I know he had a few years. Yeah. 32-point so, game mean, or so. That's unless Giannis goes like Stop. absurd these next few years, it's very hard to argue. If Giannis wins, if Giannis wins a ring, nope. a couple more MVPs, nope. he's there. He's no, he there didn't. in that conversation with Kareem. Yes, he is, dude. He passed. Yes, Big he o? is. He passed Big O. Not yes, yet. Oh, no. dude, he's already no, passed Big O. Not That's Big O. Crazy. That's crazy. Big O played there for four years. Actually, actually, he. Yeah, he's already got it. is in his rearview mirror right he's, now in Milwaukee oh, yeah. history. God, no, wow. because think about it. Big O, what are we? Big, Big O played there for four years and was not nearly oh, as good as he was. Giannis, uh, Giannis already. He wasn't. Giannis also wasn't. already has basically two MVPs. Like we can he all say that he's going to win MVP this season. Too, man, if you want to be this disrespectful, that's crazy. The disrespect towards Giannis. I mean. The disrespect for Lou Alcindor. It's insane. No, we're not. We're, we're not, not comparing the two. We're not comparing the two. So if I came on, if I came on here and I said, you know, man, I gotta tell you, that man Paul George, he's pulling up on Michael's doorstep. It's gonna get there one that day. That doesn't make sense. Like that's just. Yeah, I know. Neither does your argument. Please inform me when Paul George uh, won literally anything. Please for inform the me when Giannis won literally anything for the. Uh, please tell me. Please. Yeah, I was gonna say. What if Paul George was in the MVP conversation? Paul George was not for the Pacers. I'm saying in general. No, but you said for the Pacers. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, continuing on, the next franchise, the Orlando Magic. For me, oh, easy. It's it's easy. Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, there's a, this is another yeah, one. Sure. The only two other guys that I can think of that are close are Dwight Howard, or not close, sorry, but are in the uh, conversation for second and third are Tracy McGrady and Dwight Howard. But I feel like yeah, you can Penny Hardaway, Penny Hardaway too, yes. in there too. Um, but I feel on. like I mean it's Shaq. There's there's really I, okay, but I would say for the argument for second, I would put Dwight Howard there. He's yeah yeah three, I mean three times defense player of the year yeah. awards. Yeah. And he took them to their second finals appearance. 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Dwight Howard is the best Magic player ever. Ah, okay. And yes. I honestly think that Dwight Howard's impact on the Orlando Magic had more of an impact than Shaq did. Let, but think about it. Okay, think about it like this. When Shaq, Dwight had a Shaq was in, when Shaq was in Orlando, he also made a finals appearance. And he also was uh, he was named a top fifty greatest player of all time, and I think is in his fourth this season, season in the NBA. Still, I'm really right? not saying Dwight Howard's better than Shaq. I'm saying impact on the team. No, no, in Orlando, impact. Yes. So you are saying Dwight was better than Shaq in Orlando? I think, as far as it comes to the impact of the team, yes. So why does impact matter now, but it didn't for Allen Iverson? Allen Iverson, again, how do I say this? I, I tried to say it before. He is the modern Moses Malone, but what? at some point, like as far as like impact on the team. Okay, okay. How do I explain this? When you don't have the scoring options of an isolation or, or you know, you don't get the ball 24-7 because you have a ball-dominant player and no shooters, and you still succeed to the point to where you're a legend, I don't see how that can compare to somebody who got the ball every single possession because the rest of his team was trash. Penny Hardaway is trash? We're talking about Allen Iverson. Oh, oh, oh. But, okay, so. And Shaq came into an era where there were shooters built all around him and Penny Hardaway. Nick Anderson, Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway um, was not a shooter. Nick Anderson, sure, but Penny Hardaway was Nick Anderson was a sharp shooter, and Penny Hardaway was a great player. He was a great player, but you said shooter. He was not a shooter. He was a wasn't Penny Hard- Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't Penny Hardaway drafted after Shaq? Yeah. Did they go to the finals before no. Shaq or before? Uh, Penny he wasn't was drafted after, right? Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. he was. He was. He was. He Did was. they go I to the finals before yep. they got Penny Hardaway? No. Don't think so. Yeah, no. exactly. They got Penny Hardaway and then went. Dwight Howard took Hidu Turkaloo, Jameer Nelson, Rashard Lewis, and who was the other? No, they they do not disrespect. Do not disrespect. Oh, that I'm team. sorry. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Petrus. Yes. No. Yes. Please let Petrus <laughs> okay. the walk. Yes, I love this. What a team. That's a. That's a good ass. Okay. Yeah. What a Listen though. Team. For the build that they had that season, that was a great ass team. We can look what? at it now and be like, all right, those guys fell off later on. But for that year, that was a very well-constructed team. Like that, that team was kind of ahead of its time. It, that team shot a lot of threes. Yeah. Like, I was looking at that. That team shot a lot of threes and a lot, had a lot of pick and rolls. That's, modern, that's the modern defensive NBA player right of the year, meaning that they held their opponents to low scores, meaning all they had to do was get a couple of easy shots for their shooters because Dwight Howard's battling so hard in the paint. And then they can blow the doors open because Dwight's beating everything up in the paint. It's a shoot-off at that point. They had shooters for sure. But unless you had a team like, I don't know, the Celtics that could shoot really well or the Lakers who beat them who could shoot really well, you're not going to beat them because Dwight is that much of an impact that his shooters can shoot however they want. That's – I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't outscore your opponent. That's a weird I mean, No, no, no. You you have a point, but it just – you just don't I feel like you're doing a little bit too much. I feel like you somehow made that narrative sound like you're absolutely riding the fuck out of Dwight Howard. I mean, no. Whoa. He had to bully and body he in the paint so much. You can't tell me that he didn't, though. Okay, right. But that team as a whole was a great defensive no, team. It no, was not bro, just no, Dwight. Bro, I can't give you. Michael Petrus is not a great defensive player. I can't give you that. 
Wouldn't Michael? Why are we bringing up Michael? <laughs> the only player who ever played. On <laughs> who that else team. did anything? Turkaloo. That's like that's, that's like saying the only player on the Raptors other than Kawhi was Patrick it was. Stop. Moving on. Moving on. Next All right. Team, next team, next team. Um, so. I will say for this next team and for uh, future teams, the ABA does matter. So if a player played for this team in the ABA and then they merged into the yeah, NBA, that I yes, was confused about. Yes, I that sure does count. That. So um, players like uh, Dr. J and David Thompson, yes, that that matters. So speaking of that, this next team, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, for me, and this is a little difficult, but I'm going to say Dr. J. Because of how dominant he was in the ABA for that team, I mean, like, there's really no one else that was as dominant as he was. Yeah. I mean, as an ABA player, Dr. J was better than the other candidate, who I think is the second best for the uh, Nets, is probably Jason Kidd. Uh, Kidd brought that team to the finals a good amount of times, but, like, honestly, I feel like Dr. J was just a more uh, talented, a more dominant player. I believe he won a few MVPs in the ABA uh, for the Nets yep. specifically. Um, I, I honestly feel like Dr. J is probably the best player for them all time. But if you say kid, I would not, I would not really be opposed to that. Who's next? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd have to say Dr. J for sure. I mean, it's not really close. I'd say my second best would be Darren Williams, but Oh my God. Him, it would probably, I don't like Jason kid. Uh, he's a drunk and an idiot. Um, and honestly, a lot of his stats are really padded because everybody around him scored. Deron Will- so mm. I really have to say Dr. J for sure, but then Darren Williams would be second. Darren Williams makes the all-star team one time in New Jersey. <laughs> That's fine. How is he better than Kid? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's sober. 24/7. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that matters when you're a basketball player. I guess Babe Ruth wasn't good at baseball. I was. I guess Babe Ruth wasn't good at baseball. I guess Babe Ruth wasn't good at baseball. Another thing I would add to Dr. J is um, his total points for the Nets. I think he's like up there amongst the ABA leaderboards for total points. I think he's like top five. So yeah, he I mean, probably is. that Dr. right J there. The huh? Dr. J was the ABA. Yeah. Well. Mainly, yeah. yeah. Among others, but yes. Nick? Okay, so here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to be the only one that oh, no. says oh, this. No. Okay, so a few points that I want to make. First of all, Dr. J played three years on the Nets, and that was it. Oh, no. Uh, oh, dear God. Um, Dr. J, in his final season with the Nets team, they had seven teams in the ABA. Oh, dear God. They had to cut down the amount of teams in the ABA because everyone had left. Okay, so are we? I'm saying I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm that. saying are we, Jason Kidd. I am astonished. I'm not mad at it. I, I, I guess I don't have a problem with it, but no. Listen, you are, listen. What's wrong with this? So listen. So listen. So listen. Jason Kidd took was put into a Nets franchise that. Hadn't seen success in quite some time. Was set up nicely, especially because he had a good Kenny team Martin. built around him. Right. Kenyon Martin, uh, Richard Jefferson was on that team by then, but he was young. Yeah. Vince Carter would get added on later. But I think uh, the, whole, the whole point, though, is that Jason Kidd 
was there the entire early 2000s, was regarded as top three, if not the best point guard in the league for quite some time, and took that Nets team to two finals, one against a very tough Lakers team, which had no they had no shot in that because they the whoever had to guard Shaq was some no name. And then they get to the Spurs series, and if I'm not wrong, that was like a six-game series against a very good Spurs team, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, again, I'm not I'm not objective to that argument. So you know, like but like I said, I understand if you say Dr. J. But I just I think my one problem with it is that he played three years in his last season. There were only seven teams left. And Jason Well, I mean, like if we're using the teams thing, Bill Russell. Well, why aren't we just re- yeah. Yeah. right? Why are no, we right? Absolutely, like, absolutely hundred wow. percent. Um, I think it's also because it's the ABA stigmatism, so it's a little different, wow. but it shouldn't be. I'm still gonna put Jason Kidd because he played there longer wow. finals appearances against very good opponents. Wow. And was just regarded as a top three point guard in the league every year he was with them. He was the top three point mm. guard for the fucking AA league every year. From two thousand like two thousand six, I would say so. What other three point guards well, you put over? Steve Nash. Uh, well, Steve Darren Nash Williams, is the big Darren one. Williams, Darren no, Williams. Darren Williams wasn't even there. Darren yet. Williams got drafted in two thousand five. And Chris Paul also got drafted in 2005. So I don't want either one of their in names school, even mentioned. Williams this. is better than Jason Kidd. All right. Um, All right. Can we stop with, like, the, the Darren Williams, like... All right. What's the next team? Um, the next team is the Washington Wizards um, and the Bullets. What is this order? Ooh. Uh, for... Yeah, I was gonna say, what is this order? This is easy for me. Super uh, it, easy. It's easy for me too. Um, Super easy. It's John Wall. Okay, I'll let you have the floor because that's not my that's, pick at it, all. It, that's uh, the not hype what I surrounding. Said. Okay, so first of all, I can knock off a couple people real quick. Wes Unseld's hair—he's instantly out. Gilbert <laughs> Arena, Gilbert Arena has brought the fifty to his uh, practices all the time. He was unloading on everybody, so he's not safe. John Wall came in inventing a dance and was, had the greatest high school mixtape of all time. He, without anybody, like he possibly could be the most shafted player ever when it comes to getting teammates. Who does he have today? Bradley Beal. Stop, stop. I will not Bradley. take Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal a walking bucket. Bradley Beal averages 30. 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 Listen, I don't even want to. Bradley Beal better than John Wall right now. Don't even let me get into Bradley Beal. John Wall, a Kentucky graduate, is an incredible basketball player and the greatest Washington Wizard ever. And Michael Jordan isn't even on this list. You when know it comes what's to funny? Because you know, John Wall did the doggy doesn't mean he did <laughs> Like, what's funny is there's another man that you didn't mention uh, when you were knocking. Yeah, me genuinely, my bad. Elvin Hayes. That's my pick Elvin for the Hayes. greatest. Uh, He's haircut wizard get bullet of all time. Uh, Elvin Hayes did not have. I want to point out Elvin Hayes is top ten in both total points and rebounds all time. Um, won a ring with Wes Unseld um, to get the Bullets their first ring uh, and only ring. I mean, the only other person I would say second is Wes Unseld or John Wall. Uh, but I, it's it's Elvin Hayes for sure for me. There's no one. I don't think that. Wes Unseld and John Wall really His even come is close to Elvin Hayes. Yeah, same thing here, honestly. Elvin Hayes, all-star multiple years. 
uh, won them a ring. Uh, I believe he made some all-defensive teams. He was yeah. always on the all-NBA teams. Elvin Hayes is a player. Very underrated. Super underrated. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going Elvin Hayes. I don't really got much to say besides um, easily top five most underrated player in NBA history. Easily. He, does, mm-hmm. he doesn't get enough credit for how good he really was in his NBA career. Yep. So uh, next moving team. on. That fade always nasty. The next team is uh, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, for me, this one oh. is pretty easy. Uh, it's yeah. Curry. I mean, you could say Wilt. No, you couldn't. But it's Curry. It's, it's Curry. Curry. It has to be Curry. It, it, it can be no one else. Yeah, it, it's undisputed. It can't be. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Curry, Curry formed one of the best teams of all time uh, with the greatest record of all time. Is the best shooter of all time right now. Curry won ran. two MVPs, one being undisputed or uh, unanimous. Yeah. yeah, like Curry Curry did more than Wilt. Well, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Don't get that to Curry did more for more wow. for the Warriors than Wilt. Wilt has Wilt had a At better overall. Now we have context as to why you guys think Jason Kidd is the best nut. No comment. Um, so... Nick, what do you say? Uh, it's it's Curry. That's not to say that yeah. the Warriors haven't had like good players, but you can't really make an argument for anyone Have else. He's already a he's already a two time MVP. He's already a three time champion. He's revolutionized basketball with his shooting. He'll probably be on that team the rest of his career. Probably. So even once he's done. His resume on that team is going to be damn near impossible yeah. to top. And uh, Tim, you agree with that as well? Of course, I do. All right. So another undisputed. Uh, I'm not an idiot. The next franchise, my favorite team, the Oklahoma City Thunder and Seattle SuperSonics. Uh, Look at Curry, man. In <laughs> one team. For me, and and people are going to disagree with me, but it's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook has had the biggest impact on that team amongst any player that has ever played for that franchise. Um, Even when Durant left, even though he got out in the first round, he was still putting up historic numbers and carrying that team, except for the years he got Paul George. Um, He carried the team the first year when Durant left uh, to the playoffs. And then they were a great team in the regular season those next two years. And, I mean, the records he's set for that Thunder team, the only other person or two people I would say are Gary Payton and Kevin Durant. But it's – Yeah. I believe Russell Westbrook has the most points for the Thunder ever. I believe he did that last year, didn't he? Um, the triple double seasons. Uh, I I don't have anything more to say. He he invested so many years into that team. Uh, made the finals once. Yeah, I Westbrook is the best. Uh, had the biggest impact on the Thunder or SuperSonics. Yeah, funny you say that. Opinion. Um, you mentioned a player earlier that I think is the greatest Thunder slash SuperSonics <sighs> player ever. Uh, I believe that a legendary coach, Red Arbach, once said, "Defense wins championships." Right after he had a heart attack. Um, oh no here we go and okay first of all that's also i i it's my turn i also believe gary payton is the greatest supersonic um thunder player uh he what has gary payton won he carried sean kemp through everything sean kemp was a very big showboat 
like to dunk on people. But I cannot very, believe this. Wasn't very um, serious with the game, and Gary Payton had to make sure that he was leveled. Um, soon he would have players like Ray Allen and Kevin Durant um, follow in his footsteps. We wouldn't have Kevin Durant today without Gary Payton because of his leadership and the creation of the Supersonics. Uh, no one would even know what the Supersonics I'm... were without hold on, Gary hold Payton. Hold on. Can we point out? Uh, the Sonics won a championship in late seven. The Sonics won a championship. I am not yielding my time. <laughs> okay, skip. Okay, I'm finished. Can we talk about the fact that the Sonics <laughs> not only won the championship in '79 with um, Gus Dennis Williams? Um, Gus like Williams. That, they were not bad. They had already been a good team before Gary Payton got there. Not to say that Gary Payton elevated them. Yeah. But I, you mean didn't elevate them? Yeah, but to say that uh, the Sonics, he definitely no, yeah, elevated he definitely them. elevated them. But to say that the Sonics were like an unknown franchise before Gary Payton is just blasphemous. Who did they have? Yeah, the thing for Payton, the thing for Payton is he gave, he gave Jordan his biggest. Uh, he gave Jordan problems. He locked him up. I mean, not. But Jordan had his worst finals uh, in '96. Uh, I believe he averaged 27 and did not shoot very well from the field for Jordan uh, standards. Uh, Gary Payton, I mean, he gave Jordan problems. I, I still think Westbrook's the greatest of all time for the Thunder, but uh, Gary Payton. Nick, what's your take? Argument. Okay, so here's a few comments I have to make. Um, just I'll say this in regards to the 79 Supersonics team. No disrespect to them. Statistically, on paper, they beat the worst team that ever made the finals. That 79 Bullets team, on paper, metric-wise, is the worst team ever. Doesn't take that away from them. Here's what I'll say. I think in a pretty solid third is Gary Payton. Wow. Second and first is super close. If you ask me, I think (sighs) it's Durant. No disrespect. Listen, 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 listen. This is no disrespect to Russell Westbrook, but I mean, one of the things that we've one of the things that we've kind of been talking about with these teams is the impact on the team themselves, and I feel like we wouldn't be talking about this Oklahoma City Thunder team if it literally was not for Kevin Durant. And that's not to disrespect Russell Westbrook, but there's a few things I want to point out. Westbrook does have a season in OKC on Kevin Durant. And not just like a rookie season or anything like that. He has an experienced NBA season on Kevin Durant when it comes to amount of games he's played. So I'm not surprised that Westbrook totals-wise is ahead of Kevin Durant in that front. But here's the thing that I also want to point out. When Kevin Durant was on that Thunder team, there was no question whether or not they were getting out of the first round or not. They were always, forever and finals. always, a contender. Yeah, they were to make the finals, you, there, were, there were legitimate seasons where you looked at them and said, they're going to win. Once he That leaves, was against like the Spurs, the Lakers, the Mavericks. Heavy, like heavy good, well-built yeah, teams. Heavy set West teams. Once you take him out of that equation, OKC loses that firepower. Now, granted, I will say for some context, OKC did lose more pieces than just Durant when he left. Westbrook's teams weren't amazingly built. 
they were really poorly built. But 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 okay. But look at this though. The year that Durant won his first scoring title, Westbrook was only in his second year. Serge Ibaka was not even nearly developed, and they won fifty-two games in a very tough Western Conference. And he won a scoring title, and he officially established himself as one of the best. Players I would also like to point out, Nick, for your point, guess who was sitting on the bench uh, during uh, with the coaching staff? If you fucking it was the say, glove. He was there I teaching Durant every you. way that he could. He's the one, he is the reason that Kevin Durant can block shots as well as he can right now. He they I remember when Kevin Durant was coming up the what? year he won his MVP. <laughs> I remember the year he won his MVP. He came out with a special interview with Stephen A. Smith, um, where Stephen A. Smith was talking about his growth and everything. And all Kevin Durant would do would is rave about the defensive drills and the defensive practices that Gary Payton would do with Kevin Durant because he saw he was going to pass on. I don't think this he was happened. going to pass on <laughs> the throne to Kevin Durant. I don't think this happened. It did. Um. Okay. So just just to close, I'm not going to say that Westbrook should not to anyone be OKC's best player ever. If you think Westbrook is the greatest OKC player ever, be my guest. No problem with it whatsoever. But for me personally. No one had a greater impact on that team and made the team that they are than Kevin Durant. That's my argument. I disagree. I, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's fine. I also feel like, though, I also feel like, though, Sam, especially because you're a Thunder fan, you have a personal bias against Durant. No, but the thing is, is, okay, I don't know, I don't know how to say this, but. I do have I, – I don't hate Durant anymore. You know, the hate has kind of faded away over – yeah, it's, it's been four years. Been four years you know, yeah. it, it's starting to fade away, um, especially now that he's on the Nets. Uh, I have a Durant jersey. Like, it's not like I didn't like Durant on the Thunder. I watched Durant on the Thunder. I loved watching him. He was my favorite player on the Thunder when he was there. So – I respect Durant's greatness on the Thunder, but what Westbrook has done for the Thunder, even after Durant's departure, is it's really unbelievable. Unbelievable because very few other players have been able to do that after the best player has left the team, and then they come out and they become one of the top players in the league. Westbrook was already a great player oh. and a top player in the league, but he turned into a top five, top 10 NBA player that next season and put up one of the greatest seasons in NBA history. Okay. But let me, let me, uh, let me just say this though. Number one, he didn't get the job done. He got knocked out every year in the first round, even when he was the favorite, especially the Utah jazz series. And he let I mean, Paul George Carmelo too. And so what can and we talk so about Melo? But listen, but listen, but okay, but yes, but listen, Westbrook still let Ricky Rubio work can we him talk about in the- a game. The fact that that sentence has to be brought up in a playoff game when you're the heavy favorite, you shouldn't even be letting a point guard like Ricky Rubio do you know what's anything funny about that, though? to you. Russell Westbrook in that series Go ahead. had a game. Where he had forty-seven points, Paul George and Carmelo correct scored under fifteen. Didn't no, Westbrook shoot under forty percent in that series? Yes, you're right. And listen, but 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 listen, I'm not discrediting you for that. You're absolutely right. But the problem still is, he so, didn't get the job done. 
but the big problem and also and also look at how it was last season when they were playing portland and it was a good series and he low-key was silent he had a silent silent i don't know if it was silent but let's look at who wasn't silent let's on the sideline, Gary Payton was screaming at West. No, no, back into the game. Oh, no shut, up. So, shut up, shut up. And the one shut time up. that he actually shut did the know him, Russell Westbrook kind of shut the fuck said, up. I know my daddy is yelling at me from the stands. Look at and I need to perform. Up. And so what did he do? He went nuts. No, but look at the 2016 playoffs. I know Russell Westbrook did not perform very well in that 3-1. Durant didn't either. Gary but Payton Durant, no, no, no. Durant didn't either. It's not just Durant didn't either. Durant performed worse than Russell Westbrook as the leader of that team and as the best second best player in the NBA third best player it depends on where you ranked Curry at that time fair fair I also percent fair and I'm for not people that you know want to just look at the stats and say but oh, listen, well sim- they had similar uh shooting or not shooting percentages but point per game averages if you go back and watch those game five game six game seven Durant's shot choices Awful. They were unbearable to watch. Okay. Okay, fair. However, I do want to still say this, though. Westbrook still had an ungodly awful series. Westbrook was still taking horrible shot selections. Westbrook was still making horrible play selections with who he was passing to, what, where that he was, was trying to cut. Even worse. Those were also... It was both okay, but regardless of who was worse, they both performed in such a shitty fashion that they both blew their team the golden opportunity. You know why why are we up? only looking regardless at regardless of shut the no, fuck up? Shut why the are we only looking at up. the fact because it just seems that you're discrediting Westbrook in all these series and you're not even no 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 you're not even no, no, talking no. about Durant. Or discrediting Durant in these series, though. But I am not. But you, because you already brought you are because you already brought up what Durant had done. Durant had you had already said Durant made poor shot selections, and I agreed with you on that. Durant had made bad Westbrook. play selections. I agree with you on that. But but what I'm telling you is that Westbrook did too, and you can say Durant did. Sure, you can say that, but that does not change the fact that Westbrook did it. That does not change the fact that the second guy on the team. Did not step the fuck you know up and do crazy? something. The that last does thing, not change that. Tim, you know shut up. Change teams. Change teams. Change teams. I'd like to say, like to say one more He's thing before it. we uh, move on to the next team. Okay, go ahead. When go you ahead. talk go about ahead. the go first ahead. round go exits ahead. and not being able to perform, I agree with the Jazz, and I agree with the Blazers. But that Rockets team, I mean, Russell Westbrook fair. played no, out of fair. his mind, had one of the greatest. Sam, Sam, I remember, Sam, I remember we made a bet. You thought the Thunder were winning. I th- I said Rockets and five in the round. I don't remember five. that. That was a tragic. Uh... You didn't give me my Does money. Does anyone remember? No, 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 no. All I'll say series. is that Russell Westbrook when had a Gary 51 point triple double in that series. All time. And going and up long. against him, he looked at Michael because Michael would like to intimidate his opponents, kind of like that of a lion. I but can't believe this. Gary Payton being the I cheetah that he was. Not. Looked back in I Michael's eyes believe. and spat on his upper lip. And for the Fuck rest you. of the series, Michael never this is to awful. a mid-range this... jumper because he knew Gary Payton was awful. going to do one of those touches where he would like poke him in the belly button. Okay. You know how you like the dude's up shooting, so it throws off your balance. You poke you like next view your hands and you poke him. That's what he did, and Michael never scored. Okay. Um, next question. The next team, 
on the topic uh, while we were discussing the Thunder, the Portland Trailblazers. For me, easy. this one is easy. It's Clyde Drexler. Easy. It, it's easy. Brandon Roy. Oh, my God. What did Brandon Roy do for that team? Please tell me. What did he do? <laughs> Clyde Drexler do took that remember? team to the finals. Do you rem- First of all, Clyde Drexler is a Walmart Michael Jordan. So, second uh, of all. That's a great distinguishment to have, Second but all, continue. Uh, Brandon Roy, do we remember the fadeaway game winner that hit nothing but air all net uh, against that one team? Do we against remember when he fucking my time. I'm not yielding my time. Um, Brandon Roy, along with Grant Hill, Yao Ming, Ben Wallace, uh, huh? are are all part of the what if conversation. Oh, yeah. Um what oh, if good. Ben Wallace okay. was six inches taller? Okay, no. What no, if no, Grant no. Hill didn't break his leg? What if just taller, he'd be <laughs> seven three. <laughs> he'd be the same height as Chris Dapps. Chris Dapps sucks. Um no comment. But I would like to say Brandon Ward, first of oh, all, okay. Damian Lode is a very, very, very close second. But the only thing that separates this is horribly disrespectful. No, no, no. no. Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard <laughs> and Clyde Drexler are two different stratospheres. I don't ever want to hear Clyde Drexler's name mentioned with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, the only reason he is not the greatest trailblazer of all time behind Brandon Roy is because Brandon Roy was a player we've never seen before. And if we would have allowed him to evolve to his final form, he could have possibly been a top five player. What's funny is I don't even think Dame's the second best blazer of all time. Okay, what, what's, all, also, what's all, also funny is Roy didn't actually do that. <laughs> First of all, can we just first of all, we didn't prevent Brandon Roy from evolving. <laughs> he fucking broke his leg. What are we supposed do to do the play? about that? Because I do. No, no, no. Let me tell you what the play care. happened. No, so. no, 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 don't I'm break your leg. Uh, he yells, yeah. don't break your leg. Brandon Roy oh comes God. down stomping because he wants to prove himself, thinking that his leg would not snap in half. And then someone clotheslined him and broke his leg. Like, you know how, like, when Kelly Olenek ripped uh, Kevin Love's arm out of its socket, someone came up and snatched his leg like a wishbone. Yep, I remember and that. Yep. You all laughed at him. I, I remember right, that. Josh, too. what's your pick? One of the greatest players ever. Uh, I think it's Clyde. He didn't win anything there, but like, honestly, like he had how many seasons? Eleven seasons there. Uh, All star in majority of them. Uh, in prime, he was averaging twenty seven on fifty percent from the field as a shooting yeah. guard. That's pretty impressive. Uh, there were Michael Jordan comparisons with him. Jordan shot those up, but like, honestly, Clyde. I think it's Clyde, but I'm open for other cases. Nick? So I'm going to say Clyde, and I don't know how easily you can make a debate against him. Damian Lillard no. is catching up to him, but I think Damian Lillard. No, he is. Damian Lillard is not second for me. Sam's really selfish. And Who is? Really if we're talking about. Okay, listen, right, I'm, right, I'm right. not fucking done. First of all, I'm not fucking done. So what I will say is this, is that Damian Lillard does belong in this conversation. I would even say that, yes, Brandon Roy should be in this conversation, but at Sam and Tim, no, that's who I was saying. With I don't like him at all, but Bill Walton. Oh my Bill god, Bill Walton has to be here. 
He won them a ring. Yes, me oh in this conversation. God. He is yeah. the oh, only fucking the ring. ring. Oh, okay. If you want to talk about exactly, what exactly. You know what? You know what I have to say to that? Bill Walton, you know one of the best playmaking centers you know ever. He had so many foot. He had countless. If, if you're gonna say Bill Walton for the Trailblazers, when we talk about the Rockets, I better hear Yao Ming without hesitation, because all you like is tall people. But Bill no Walton problem. actually accomplished. Bill Walton accomplished what his barber couldn't. All right. Bill Walton That's... was a good shot blocker. He won the Marine. He didn't win nothing. He was just a big on the team. Next. This is uh okay. Who, who's name, name one other player on that uh mid 70s Blazers? Name one more. other player on that okay. Team. Um, yep, great. Maurice Lucas. <laughs> Who Maurice Lucas? Okay, Sydney moving Wicks. on. Uh, um, like the candle. So, since Tim are hey everyone, sorry for the inconvenience. What was originally supposed to be just us talking about this topic for one episode turned into an hour and a half fest of us just continually bringing up topics. What you all listened to was part one, and we thank you if you made it this far in. Next week, we're going to get into part two. And Sam, uh, tell them what they can do night thanks to Anchor. Uh, so you guys can send in voice messages, um, and feel free to do them. You can uh, send in topics that you'd like us to discuss or um, comments about what you heard or basically anything, and you could get featured. Uh, and we'll listen to all of them. And yeah, go ahead and feel free to do that. So make sure you guys are staying involved. We're going to make sure that we get to those topics as much as we can. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to part one. Part two will be out next week. And as always, we'll see you guys next week.